scary world. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And this is I, I Seen it. it. It's a monthly, what do I call it? <laughs> it's monthly bonus content for it's the podcast Dead Time Stories. Bear, 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 bear. For $5 Patreon subscribers and more. If you're here, you know that. You know that already. So we welcome. Don't give you a spiel. We don't even have to do anything but go into it. Are you ready to go into it? I'm in it already. Who's there? Me. Wow. Did I consent for you to go into it yet? Oh, I hope so. Oof. <laughs> you tell me. No response doesn't mean consent. Ooh. 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 Sarah. Trigger stories. Sarah. Stephanie. <laughs> this month. I'm really, I don't, I haven't been this excited to talk about a movie in a long time. I'm like excited by how excited you are. Okay. So I am talking about, I think it's a classic, the 1999 American Wikipedia describes it as gothic supernatural horror film, Sleepy Hollow, directed by Tim Burton. Aww. So, um, I... So I watched this movie recently for the first time in probably over a decade. Like it has been a long, long time since I watched this movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was a time where I watched this movie like a lot. Like I had seen this movie like a million times. I remember seeing this movie in the theater because my mom like bought me and my cousin tickets and let us go see it without her and it's like rated R, right? Ooh, yeah, that's so, like a big deal when you're a kid. Right. So it already had like a really special like sentimental place to me and then rewatching it as a grown-up, like I felt like it really held up. Like it was it was still as good as I remember it being even though I haven't watched it since I was like a teenager. Mm-hmm. But I also like Like, I had forgotten how, like, into this movie I was. Like, everything about this movie, like, a lot of it shaped my, like, sexuality. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just had such a sexual awakening watching this movie for both Johnny Depp and Christina Ricci. Um, Mm -hmm. But the most incredible actor in this whole movie is Christina Ricci's wig. Because it was (laughs) so good. (laughs) I need to look up a picture of it, then. So she's got this blonde wig. Yes, absolutely. You need to see every visual from this movie ever. So there are a million and a half people in this movie. So I'll start out by saying um, it's based on The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, right? Uh, It's an old short story by Washington Irving. Um, But there isn't much to the short story. The short story is there's a town called Sleepy Hollow. Uh, They're all, you know, tormented by this headless horseman. There's a teacher there. His name is Ichabod Crane. He's afraid of all of a bunch of stuff. He's the teacher. Everybody likes him. He gets scared off by the horseman and nobody sees Ichabod Crane or the horseman ever again. Mm -hmm. So that's like the basic legend right but the movie of course like takes all kinds of liberties and puts like a whole plot into it like there's tons of people um and there are tons of actors in this movie where you're like every fucking body everyone's in in this this movie movie. i love going back and watching old movies and being like everyone is in this fucking literally everybody is in this movie okay so um so it's a tim burton movie so i think the other thing that i like because I had seen it so many times, I was I guess I was kind of desensitized to it. Because when I was describing it to Val, right, I'm like, I mean, it's a horror movie and there's, you know, beheadings, but there's nothing really like crazy, scary. like scary or violent in this movie. 
But as the movie goes on, there's like more. It gets like more and more like, oh shit, this is like really fucked up. Ooh, let's go. So, um, I want to mention a bunch of the people that are in this movie first because it took me forever. They're they're all related by like marriage or blood. That's very important. Okay. Um, everybody in the town. But so you have Ichabod Crane, who is played by Johnny Depp. Um, you have Katrina Von Tassel, who's Christina Ricci. You okay. have her stepmother, who's Miranda Richardson. Do you know who she is? She's a British lady. She's in everything. She's, I was like, that sounds. Let me. I'm looking at um, all these pictures. people. You would look them up, and you would be like, oh, that person. Like, oh, this lady. Um, I think of her as being in... Oh, okay, yes. I usually think of her as being in this movie, but um, I know she was in The Hours, she was in... Uh, well, you don't see people in Chicken Run, because it's it's cartoon, but like she was in Chicken She's Run. She's in Chicken Run. I'm pretty sure she was in the Phantom of the Opera, like live movie with Gerard Butler and all them. Like she was like a lady... Who works around? Yes, she was. She was in that. Um, anyway, she's in a bunch of shit. So um, Michael Gambon is um, Christina Ricci's father. Uh, he was, I think, the second Dumbledore. Yes, because the first guy who played Dumbledore died, so he was the replacement Dumbledore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other townspeople is like uncle. Is like the shitty uncle from Harry Potter. Um, Cass- yeah, I was going to say she was in Harry Potter. I yes. Like, I recognize her from Harry Potter. Uh, oh, speaking of Harry Potter, guess who just finished all of them? You. Yeah. <laughs> There's a ton of Harry Potter people in this movie. Richard Griffiths, that's the guy. Um, he's the magistrate. Okay, so there's tons of Harry Potter mm-hmm. people there. Casper Van Dien is there, who I mostly know from Starship Troopers from the 90s. Um, mm-hmm. But he's been in other stuff. But he's there. Um, Christopher Lee is in it for a hot split, a first split second. Jeffrey Jones is there. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that played Alfred in the first two Batman movies was in it. I'm pretty sure it was his last movie. Um, then, did I say Jeffrey Jones already? He's the principal from um, fucking Ferris Bueller. Uh, the guy who plays... Like, the Emperor in the, like, newer Star Wars movies. Like, he's mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, Ian McDermott. Yes, that's him. You're looking at, like, all the people in this movie. I am. I'm looking at the cast, yeah. It's Ian crazy. McDermott, Ian McDermott has always been Palpatine. Yes. Okay, there we go. I was like, didn't isn't it the same guy? He just had a ton of old age makeup on in the old movies. And then when they made the new movies, he was just old in real life. Okay. But he still wasn't that old. No, I I know, but that was God, why they were able to keep McDermott, the same guy, we? right? Yes. Versus like there aren't a lot of actors who got to play the same character yes. throughout. Um, so anyway, tons of fucking people are in this movie. That was a thing that I forgot. Um, the blood in this movie, there is a lot of it, but I think it just kind of like. It's like I think of it like Kill Bill, where like there's yeah. so much of it that it's not even it's, really like upsetting. It's just kind of silly because the blood is like so over the top. So much, yeah. So, um, so the first big difference is Ichabod Crane is not a teacher in this movie. Ichabod Crane is a police constable from New York City, um, and it's 1799 because they talk a lot about how it's like the turn of the century, right? Oh. Which remember this movie came out in 1999, so it was very Y2K. like 
Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ooh, the new century is almost upon us. Like, that's one of the first things that Ichabod Crane says. And then um, they do a look to the camera. Right. So <laughs> uh, it also makes me laugh because, of course, like I said, I was I thought everybody in this movie was hot. But, like, I loved, I thought Johnny Depp was hot in this movie. I thought Christina Ricci was hot in this movie. And they're both, like, it's 1799. So they're in, like, Victorian mm-hmm. clothing. You know what I mean? Like, they're all dressed up. There's, like, very little to see. And he's a big old nerd. And I'm like, of all the movies he's been in where he's played, like, some sexy dude, so, yeah. of course the movie where I think he's really hot is he's this really, like, squeamish, nerdy guy. And I'm like, he was so fine. So, <laughs> so he is a constable in New York, and people think he's weird because he has all these gadgets and these potions that are like it's really him doing science to like figure out what happened to bodies like one of the first scenes you see with him is they pull a body out of the water and they're just going to get rid of it and he's like well i have to do an autopsy and figure out how the person died and they're like well you found him in the you found him in the river he drowned right and he's like well if i open him and find that there's no water in his lungs then that means he was dead before Before he went in the river and they're like what difference does it make like nobody really cares right yeah so then they're like, okay, you want to solve mysteries? I got one for you, boy. Um, somebody up in this town is called Sleepy Hollow. It's like a Dutch little hamlet upstate. And it has been plagued with brutal decapitations. Like somebody is just going in and slicing people's head off in this town. So if you want to do your science magic, why don't you go to Sleepy Hollow? Right. Why don't you go figure out what's going on? Like where all these people are going? And he's like, okay, we'll do. So by the time that he gets to Sleepy Hollow, there have been four murders. Okay. So there was this really, really rich guy, his son, and then um, the like the his like assistant, like the guy who used to work for him mm-hmm. um, and uh, a widow. OK, the widow Winship. That's what they keep calling her. The widow Winship. So these are the four people that have been murdered. So he comes to town and the son of like the assistant guy is like, hey, my mom died when I was a little kid and my dad was just murdered and I'm 13. So I'm like the man of the house now. Let me be your assistant. Like, let me help you out while you're trying to like solve these murders. And he's like, all right. Okay, sure. Whatever. (laughs) So he goes into like the big house where the Von Tassels live. Um, and there's a big party there and Christina Ricci is like blindfolded and she's like spinning in circles. There's all these people around her and she's like, the Pickety Witch, the Pickety Witch. Who has a kiss for the Pickety Witch? And she's like being really weird. Right. And, and then she like, like, okay, weirdo. And she grabs Ichabod Crane and she's like, is it Theodore? And he's like, no, I'm a stranger. And she's like, then have a kiss on account. And she like gives him a kiss and takes her blindfold off. And she sees it's Johnny Depp. And her boyfriend is Casper Van Dien. And he's very salty about it. He is not happy, I would assume. Right. He is not happy about it. So um, she's like, let me introduce you to my dad. He's the richest guy in town, especially now that that other richest guy in town just died. Um, this is my dad. This is my stepmom. We live in this big house and we don't know why all these people are being beheaded, but they are. So he's like, okay, weird. Let me try and figure this out. Um, and when he's sitting in a room with like all of the elders of the town, they're like, oh no, 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 we know who did it. It's the headless horseman. 
And he's like, mm, what's this about now? And they're like, okay, flashback. Imagine it, picture it, Sicily, 19, <laughs> except it's not. They're like, picture it, Sleepy Hollow, 1779. Imagine it's like 20 years ago. There was this guy. They called him the Hessian. At this point in our story, he's played by Christopher Walken. Oh, yes. And Christopher Walken has, like, filed his teeth to points, okay? And he's got these scary teeth, and he just loves chopping people's heads off. Like, that is his, that is his gig. Passion. Like, he lives it. He loves it. Like, he, this is a man who is passionate about his work, okay? So this is a guy who was killing people all the time during the Revolutionary War, okay? So they he had been, like, hired by, yeah. to join the military because he was really good at chopping people's heads off. He's like, this is my time to shine. So he rides this big black horse. He's this, like, epic, you know, Christopher Walken man um, who has no lines. All his lines are just, ah! That's just yes. all he does. Okay? So one day he's, like, hiding from some soldiers and he's in the woods and there are these two little girls and he looks at the little girls and he's like, shh. They're, like, but carrying firewood. They're, like, have bundles of firewood. Okay? And he shushes them and one of the little girls snaps the stick <gasps> she's like snap and then the soldiers hear it and they come and find him and then i mean he goes down stabbing and slicing but they kill him and they cut his head off and they bury him with his head in the ground in the woods outside of sleepy hollow okay, okay. and they're like we don't know why this dude is back like why he's killing people but it is absolutely the headless horseman he is here and he is killing people okay and he's like, okay, look, the person who's killing people is a person. Let's just put that out there. It's There's no headless horsemen. Okay, it's whatever. So he's like super skeptical, obviously, like immediately. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that happens is that um, one of the people, um, the guy who is Uncle Dursley, uh, he's the magistrate, Magistrate Phillips. <laughs> that's his name. I love how that's how you yes. are describing it to me. Well, I appreciate and that, it's that. so it's so funny to me because even watching it as an adult, I'm like, yeah, I can't remember any of the characters' names because I'm just like, that's Uncle Dursley, and that's the principal from Ferris Bueller, and that's Emperor Palpatine. Like, they are <laughs> all somebody from something else. So anyway, the magistrate is like, hey, let me give you a big hint here because I know you're looking for like what's going on. There are five murders in four graves. And Ichabod Great is like, five murders in four graves? What are you talking about? Let's dig up all the bodies. I see four bodies here. And he's like, yep, there's a body. Yep, there's a body. Yep, there's a body. Yep, there's the Widow Winship. Wait a minute. The Widow Winship got stabbed in the tum. Let me do an autopsy. And then Ichabod Crane comes out and he's like, we're dealing with a madman. The Widow Winship was with child. Oh, and I'm like, oh my god, did it like decapitate the little baby in there? Did he decapitate the that baby? That is always what I thought. That is always what I thought. I don't know because you don't see it. You just know she was stabbed in the stomach, and I'm a like, master surgeon, right? Well, I was like, did he like decapitate the little baby? So, and the other thing is, uh, when he's like, they're asking, what do you know about the case? And he's like, well, I know that like all these people were decapitated and their heads were found separate from their bodies. And uh, Van Tassel, like the head guy, Dumbledore number two, he is like, oh, no, 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 no. The heads weren't found separate. The heads were not found at all. 
Like, we haven't found the heads. Like, the heads are just gone. And he's like, what do you mean they're just gone? Like, so he, like, kills them and cuts their heads off and takes it. And they're like. That would have been useful information earlier on in the story. Right? And they're like, yeah, no, we have no idea where the heads are. And he's like, well, that's weird, because usually when somebody takes the head, it's because they don't want you to know who the victim is. And they're like, yeah, but we know who the victim is. And he's like, yeah, so then why did he take the head? We still, like, there's still questions to be answered. Why is he taking them if it's not to hide who the person is? Because you all know who's being killed. So let's see what happens. So they're still, like, trying to figure everything out. One night, he is, like, in the, you know, town on his horse or whatever, and he sees somebody behind him, and it's a headless horseman. And he's like, oh, my God. And there's, like, a a ride, but, like, something's not right. And then the headless horseman throws, like, a flaming jack-o'-lantern at him and then, like, rides off. And he's, like, freaking out. And then he hears laughing off in the distance. Um, And it was Brom, which is Casper Van Dien, like, Katrina's boyfriend. He had, like, a little thing on his head to, like, cover his head and make it look like shoulders. So it was just him, like, being a dick. Right. And he's like, headless horseman this, bitch. (laughs) So all this stuff has happened. Uh, They find another body out in the woods. And what he's looking at is that with all of the murders, and he's seen all of them, the decapitation, it's clean. Like, it's... It goes right through. There's no, like, like it's all one, one swipe, right? And the wounds Oof. are all, like, carterized as if the blade was, like, flaming hot. Okay? Right. So it's, right. like, a flaming hot blade has, like, gone through these things. And then when he's looking at the body that was found in the woods, he's following the horse tracks. And it looks like, just following the horse tracks, the horse went up and the horse came back. So he rode down, chopped his head off, turned around, grabbed the head rode away wow. so they're like right they're like what is going on that's so okay okay so then he confronts the magistrate and he's like you told me you knew there was a fifth body you knew there was a fifth victim what do you know because there is a person who is behind all these murders and he's like yeah the horseman and he's like no like the horseman isn't real i'm telling no. you like a person did this And while he's having this conversation, everything gets weird and the wind starts blowing and strolling up out of the woods (gasps) is the headless horseman who rides up, clean, slices the magistrate's head off, and Ichabod, like, falls down and the head, like, rolls into his lap and he's just, like, looking down at the lap. The horseman turns around, rides up, stabs the head with the sword, just scoops it up and just rides off. He's, he's not gone. like, excuse me, I got to take care of this real fast. He's like, whoop, slice, whoop, grab, gone. Right? So he's then Ichabod's, Ichabod, Ichabod's like freaking out in the house, right? And he's like, you don't understand. It's a headless horseman. Everybody's like, yeah, no. like fucking told you. We get it. And the thing is, like, none of them are really rude about it. That's what I love. They're all like, yeah, no, I believe you. And he's like, no, you don't understand. And they're like... Yeah, no, Headless Horseman, totally believe you. Yes, absolutely. Like, we told you this is what's happening. So he's like, okay, like, we, he takes some time to himself, and he, like, gets himself together, and he's like, okay, saw the Headless Horseman, like, I know it's real, but I still stand by, like, there is a person behind this. Because how is the Horseman picking his victims? What's happening? Like, there has to be something else going on that we haven't, like, uncovered yet. Okay? Mm-hmm. So then, the next time the Horseman... Um, so they're out in the woods. Uh, Ichabod finds this weird witch lady who tells him that she's seen the Horseman a lot. He comes and goes. She's a weird, spooky witch lady. And he's like, okay, whatever. They're riding further into the woods. 
and they find um, what's called the Tree of Death, I think is what they call it in the movie. It's this twisted, like, black, fucked up tree, okay? Okay. And when they look at the tree, like, he gets really close to it, and he sees that there's, like, blood instead of sap, like, coming out of the tree, right? And as they're examining it, like, they move this, they rip this piece of bark back, and there's all the fucking heads are just in the tree, okay? So they're all talking and trying to figure it out, and he goes up to the back, and he realizes that this is where the horseman is buried, and his body is back there, but his skull is missing. So (gasps) someone has taken- Someone took his head. The horseman's head. And he believes that that person is who controls the horseman. And as they're having this conversation, they're like, uh, Ichabod, come here, like the train, the tree's being weird, tree's being weird. And these roots like wrap around the skeleton and like pull the skeleton into the ground. And then the horseman on his horse comes out of the tree through the hole where all the heads are. And it's just like blood and horse and like, (laughs) like rips them out of the tree. It is. Oh, it's so good and crazy. And he rides off into the town. Right. And they can't keep up with him. They don't know where he's going. Yeah. This is where it gets kind of like, oh, no, this is the first like death that made me feel bad. Oh, no. So he goes over to the midwife's house. He comes into the midwife's house. The husband is protecting the midwife. The midwife hides her son in the floor, okay? Oh, no. Comes in, fucks up the midwife's husband, kills him, puts his head in the bag, goes into the back room, you hear the midwife scream, and you see, like, from the little boy's point of view, like, under the floorboards, her head, like, rolls on the floor, and her eyes are, like, looking through the floorboards. And then the horseman snatches up the head and starts to walk away, and he gets to the door and then stops turns around and comes back he busts the floor open and pulls the little boy out and then like it cuts like you don't see him kill the you little don't see boy him kill the little boy you just assume but you know he did right like he snatches the little boy out and then the next thing you see is him coming out of the house like stuffing his head bag like the bag that he keeps all the heads in oh my god so he comes At least out of his that house kid didn't have to live with that trauma of seeing his mom girl oh my god eyes. so Brom is there, which Brom is the big guy that's like Chris Trudeau's boyfriend. Right. Is he the um, bad guy? Is he he's the not one controlling? The bad, um, well, if he is, it doesn't work out for him because he tries to stop the horseman. So he like tries to fight him. And the horseman just kind of like shoves him off and keeps going. Because he's not an intended victim. Right. But Brom is like, not in my sleepy hollow and like tries to fight him. <laughs> and every time the like the horseman like takes a stab, takes a cut, just kind of like punches him off and, like, gets the fuck off and then, like, walks away. And Ichabod is like, he's not coming for you. Like, he's, he has a mission. He's not, you're not on his list. Like, he's not coming for you. But Brahm's like, nah, bitch! And, like, just keeps fighting him. And then, like, Ichabod tries to help out. The horseman, like, starts to walk away. Uh, there's a whole interaction, and then finally it's, like, Brahm left with the horseman. Fight, fight, fight. The horseman has two blades and, like, slices Brahm in half and Braum is just like like just like falls apart right there and then the horseman just gets on his horse and fucks off because he has what he came there for yeah right so they're like who is doing this what's happening who's in charge so then they're trying to pay attention to like the will where's the money going who is like gonna be getting the money with all these people dying where is it going so it looks like 
at this point, it's all going to Christina Ricci's dad. Okay. Uh-oh. He's the person who's benefiting the most because all these people around him are dying. So he's accumulating all their wealth, right? So then, um, <laughs> so there's like a whole big, this is when like shit like really blows up and gets crazy, right? So there's like a big gathering in the church where all these people are trying to like get together and figure out what's going on and like save the town and like what's happening. And uh, Daddy Von Tussle, who's Baltimore, who's uh, Dumbledore the second, <laughs> Baltimore, uh, Dumbledore number two, is talking to his wife and the horseman is like coming up behind her and he's like, we have to go, the horseman's coming. And she's like, hmm. And then the next thing you see is like he's at the church and he's talking to Christina Ricci and he's like, the horseman killed your stepmom. Like the horseman is in town. Like he is here. But when he gets up to the church, like he can't get in the church. So I don't know if it's like, it's like holy ground, right? Like he okay. can't come on holy the ground. The horseman can't? The horseman can't. Okay. So they're all realizing this. Like he's out there on his horse, but he can't come on the ground. So they're like arguing about, are they safe? Are they not safe? What's going on? Uh, and he... <laughs> Daddy Von Tussle, so Katrina, Katrina's dad, which is Christina Ricci, Dumbledore number two, he's like up in front of the window and he's like saying like, hey, there's a person, there's like a man who is who is making this happen and we are going to figure this out. And then part of the fence like comes through the window and impales him. So the horseman like ripped off a piece of the fence, tied a rope around it, impales the guy Pulls and drags him, him out out of the church, up to the fence. So his head is sticking out of the fence, and the horseman comes up, slices oh. the head off, and takes it away. Right? Oh. And in all this commotion, um, like people have, some people have died in the church, like fighting, doing whatever. And Christina Ricci is passed out, and she has drawn this symbol that Ichabod found in his room before. That is like a pentagram with an eye in it, okay? So they think that like she's, they, they're like, well, she's clearly a witch. <laughs> um, but they're like, okay, so she's got something to do with this because it's her dad who's getting all the money and now her dad is dead. So oh, she's going to get, gonna all, the get money. all the money. So Christina Ricci's been doing it. And now it looks like she's passed out. She's been in a coma for a day. So whatever this ghost is or whatever spirit is like making her be evil, like hopefully that's gone away. And the young guy who's been helping him the whole time is like, you really think it was Katrina? Like, Christina Ricci? Like, I know she's been, like, witchy and doing magic or whatever, but she's literally, like, been nothing but nice. Like, she's been, she's a good person. Like, you really, of, of everything you've seen, like, you think that what, she's yeah. the person that did it. And he's like, hey, like, I have to follow the evidence. Like, she's the person who's going to get all this money. I have to, like, assume it's her. So he starts to leave town. So she wakes up. She's heartbroken because Ichabod left and thinks that she's a dirty witch. Mm -hmm. Um, And she turns around and she sees who says somebody who's like, you look like you've seen a ghost. And it's her stepmother. (gasps) Oh. And she's like, but my dad saw the horseman kill you. And she's like, no, your dad saw the horseman come towards me with his sword withdrawn. But I'm the one who controls the horseman. (gasps) So she is the one who's been responsible. Not only is she, like, because she made all these things happen so that she would be the one who gets the windfall of the money because once Katrina is gone, she gets all of Katrina's money and her dad's money. 
Um, not just that, but she has always had power over the horsemen because she was the one. The witch in the woods is her sister, and they were the little girls who <gasps> saw him in the is woods. Is she the bitch who snapped the She's the, the one twin? who snapped the twin. Oh. oh, yeah. So she's had control of him, like, since she was, like, a little girl, and she's been, like, <laughs> she's been able to do shit. Um, and so now... Uh, the last person that she has to have him kill is Katrina because once Katrina dies, she gets it's all the all money. Hers. Right. And Johnny Depp has like a change of heart as he's like riding away in his carriage where he's like, you know, she is a really great person. She's really good to me. Maybe there's something I'm missing. Let me go back. Um, so he looked at the body that was supposed to be like the stepmom's body and she had hurt her hand like a few days earlier and he saw that and he looked at the hand of the woman's body, right? And the cut on her hand had been cut after she died. Like there was no healing of it. So he knew that that wasn't the stepmom's body. So he's like, oh, it's the stepmom. So he has to like find them, right? And the horseman is... Uh, there. Like, the horseman comes, there's this amazing scene in, like, a fucking windmill, where, like, he chases them up the windmill, then they set the windmill on fire, and they have to, like, get out and, like, climb down the way- the blades what? of the windmill. Um, and they're like, oh, Katrina's like, oh, is he dead? And Ichabod's like, that's the problem. He was dead to begin with. And the horseman oh. just, like, walks out of the burning oh. <laughs> windmill. <laughs> oh, my God. And then they have this big chase scene in the woods. It's all really, like, crazy. It's so good. So then they get to, like, the tree of the dead, right? And they're, like, fighting around the tree. Um, and the horseman uh, is, like, fighting with Ichabod. And uh, Lady Von Tassel, so the evil stepmother, has Katrina by the hair, which is Christina Ricci's amazing wig. Uh, <laughs> and she's holding her by the hair. And she's like, I have her here. Like, come, come get her. And he's going to come for her. And Ichabod snatches the skull bag that has the horseman's skull in it. Oh. And he's like, hey, like, I got your skull. So you. he, like, he throws the horseman his skull. He puts it on and, like, oh, my God. So uh, I just love it. It's so creepy. You see, like, his sinew, like, start to grow back up around the skull. So you yeah. see, like, the muscles and the vessels, like, all yeah. grow back over the skull until he's Christopher Walken again. Uh, and then Christopher Walken takes Lady Von Tassel up and pulls her up on his horse and he kisses her and it's like bloody and gross. Ew. Right. And you're like, ew. And then he jumps with her into the tree, like back into the pit of hell. And her hand is just like hanging out of the tree, like out of the hole in the tree. And just like um, left there. And just left there. Like she's. Did she seem, like, happy about the kiss? No! <laughs> no, not at all. She's like, Woo! she's, like, screaming, and there's, like, blood all down her face. Right. And Christopher Walken's like, ah! And then rides with her to hell through the tree. He's like, I got takes me her a away. And then Johnny Depp takes young Nazbeth, who's the guy who's been helping him, and Katrina, who is Christina Ricci in a blonde wig, and they go to New York together to start the new century. Wow. And that is the Tim Burton Sleepy Hollow. Tim Burton Sleepy Hollow. That was, woof. It's a wild ride. That was a lot. It was a lot. And I didn't even go into the whole thing about, like, there's a lot about the witchcraft and, like, yeah. and his feelings about, like, witchcraft and science and, like, women and 
witches and how they're viewed at the time like all of it is very like this is my kink (laughs) like this is is (laughs) oops this is my kink oops (laughs) but i just like watching it i was like oh my god i just remember how like hot i thought this movie was when i was like 14 (laughs) and i was just like oh my god it's so (laughs) sexy (laughs) but it is a great movie it is a really good time it's awesome. And watching it again as an adult, I was not disappointed. It held up. It was still really good. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like fun. That sounds like one that I would want to watch. You should watch it. It is a good yeah. time. And it's yeah. a Tim Burton movie. I think yeah. that's why I'm like, it's not that violent, but, I mean, it is violent. It is. And, like, But, yeah, I mean, in a Tim Burton scary, way, but... it's fun. It's a yeah. good time. I like it. So, that's yeah. it. So, that is the Tim Burton 1999 Sleepy Hollow and do you feel like you seen it? I feel like I seen it. Good. And I would rate this as a, I would want to see it. Right? I know sometimes you're like, okay, that's enough. I don't need yeah, to see Yeah, I don't want to see that. I yeah. hope you would watch this movie because it is a good time. I like it's this very one. good. I feel like so far there's only been, I think this might be the third one. There I think was Little Monsters, Little Monsters was one. And yeah, I did like, watch it. I want to watch it. And then I still need to watch Knives Out, but I do want to mm. watch Knives Out. Knives Out was so good. And then this oh. one. But yeah, Sleepy Hollow is great. And it held up. I liked it. I was very pleased. Yeah, I need to. I need to watch that. All righty. Well, All right. Well, thank you, Stephanie. Yeah, you're very welcome. I'm thank Stephanie. You, patrons. I'm Sarah. And this has been I, I Seen it. it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And thanks, thanks for subscribing thanks, to our Patreon. Thanks for your monies. Bye. Bye.